This here is my wife, Laura. Leah's going to be going into the 10th grade. Right. Well, tell me about yourself, Leah. Now, we just moved down from Louisiana. I'm an independent roofing contractor. Glad to be here. It's a beautiful place. My daughter will be the best student you ever have walk through your halls. I guarantee you. She's my special girl. Right. What are your interests, Miss Gaudet? Well, that's my job as her parent. She's going to take any music class you got. I'm sure it won't be a challenge. Well, I was thinking of taking a creative writing class and... Now, those classes are full of soft people digging into their feelings. How about a history elective? You have anything like that? We have a course in Virgin Islands Heroes. Hmm. I guess. Here's our course catalog. We do make an effort to include many electives that teach about the islands. We infuse our standard curriculum with writing, history, and science electives that are directly related to VI interests. Well, okay. Leah, I'd still really like to hear from you. Do you have any after-school activities? I don't like to go home after school. I really love school. I like to hear that. There is a concert band that has won awards for its jazz and classical ensembles. If you make the cut, you'll be staying after school most days. We also have a creative writing club and steel pen. Oh, great! Now, you know you have to help me in the office after school sometimes. Yes. You seem like a really nice family. Let's go for the tour. Then we can come back and tackle her schedule. Sounds good. Let's go, girls. Thank you for listening to Silence Speaks, Secrets Revealed. If you or someone you know has been sexually abused, please dial 911 in an emergency or call the Women's Coalition at 340-773-9272 to find out how you can end child sexual abuse. All right. And so we meet the Godettes. And that's the beginning of our stories. And I know that we have been talking since last week when we were here about child sexual assault. And as we bring this story to life, we wanted to bring some experts in that deal with it on a regular basis. And so today we have with us Ms. Hope Thornhill. She's an intake social worker from the Department of Human Services, which is our first legal point of contact. Hi, Hope. Hi, how you doing? I'm fine. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you coming in. So we have some questions for you. Um, and we're going to try to not make it too difficult. Okay. But this is a touchy-touchy subject, so you know sometimes it may get a little bit rough. But tell us, what does your job actually entail? Our job entail, or my job entails... Mm-hmm. Anyone that makes a report to the Department of Human Services, our office, the Office of Intake and Emergency Services, receive the call. We have to go out and investigate the matter in 24 to 48 hours. 24 to 40. That's, that's really quick. It's really quick and it is, we're on call 24 hours. Wow. Okay. Um... Most people think that, you know, your job just means that you go. And I know that there's a belief that you just go and you take people's kids and, you know, you don't do anything. But what are all the, 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 the things that go along with it, especially in a child sexual assault case? Because that is what we're talking about. Okay, no. An investigation has to be performed. We must investigate. We cannot take children. Doesn't matter the situation or the cause unless they are imminent danger, harm or destruction or death. And even at that point, we have to go to court and show probable cause that, you know, why we removed the children from the home. Okay. 
All right, so in talking about child sexual assault, what are the numbers that you've seen? Numbers. When you, when you say numbers, it can be um, five referrals can come in a day, ten. Wow. It, um, we, take tur- we take turns being on rotation. Okay. And any calls that come in, we handle, each social worker handles that for the week. Now, mind you, it is five social workers that are on call 24 hours that... Go ahead. That services the entire island. Five. Five. Okay. Five intake social workers. Five intake right. social workers. We are on, we are the first line. Anything happened, the police calls us. There is a number that the police can contact, Department of Human Services, and we will respond. Now, well, is that five for the territory or five for St. Croix? Five for St. Croix. Uh, do you know the numbers for St. Uh, Thomas and St. John? St. Thomas and St. John, maybe about three Okay. About three. All right. So yes. uh, three social workers for intake. For intake. Intake. Okay. Don't get intake. it. Yes, right. For intake. We talking about sexual assault and first responders. We are the first. Okay. That goes out into the community. Okay. Well, that may be one of our problems then. If we don't have enough people to do investigations or to go out, that may be one of our problems. Ah, uh, so. Have you encountered a lot of child sexual assault and what do perpetrators look like to you? Because I know, and you know, this is a question to the community as well. Um, a number, 773-3636. Am I right, Slick? Yes, 773-FM-FM. Um, you can call in. You can ask questions. That's where we're here. We want to bring it out. We want to talk about it. We want to talk about it. Please, we don't want to be silent anymore. Let the silence speak. When, what do perpetrators usually look like when you get into these cases? And I know that's a hard that's, question. That's a hard question to pinpoint because we can't say that the perpetrator looks like this or may look like that. Because I, I was sure I was sure they were like scruffy face and like a big trench coat. Like, no. Right. <laughs> so it's, so it's, you can't, you can't, you cannot go by that. You cannot okay. go by that. So they can be clean cut. They can be clean cut. They can be doctors. They can be lawyers. They can be doctors. They can be teachers. Anyone. Anyone can be a perpetrator. Wow. They can work in um, lime tree. It doesn't matter. Any place. Anywhere. Anywhere. And that's one of the things that, you know, we, we really want to stress that you don't know what a perpetrator looks like. And then you also have to be, um, you have to take caution because... Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's my mom's boyfriend, husband, father, uncle. And we all have to be very protective on who we leave our children with. And can we trust them? How, do you lo- how long do you know this person? Right. You, you know, you can't meet somebody for two weeks and say, come, stay in the house, watch my children, because you don't know that person. Right. Okay. I, I've, I've, been, um, I've been a DJ for a while, and I can always tell when, when, when people... I can tell who came here to the party tonight. I can kind of tell from their, from their movements and their actions. But that came after a while and experience. Now, in your experience over time, can you see somebody walk through the door and like, I think he's, I think he's a pedophile? No. 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 So, so, is, so there's no real telltale signs? There's no real telltale signs other than that children are very trusting. Mm-hmm. And adults can be like authoritative figures and they want to trust that this person will not harm them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's mostly betraying the children's trust. Okay, so if if so, your 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 main indicator actually has to come from the children. Yes, is what you're saying. Yes. So so our ears should be open to what when children um, behavior changes or if they make a mention, 
What are what are what are the we indicators? We have to we have to trust we have to trust our children. Mm-hmm. We have to believe what they say. Some parents may not trust their children because this man may be the only breadwinner in the house, bringing home the cash. But you still have to trust your te- your children and tell them not to keep secrets. Not right. to keep secrets. It's it's the, it becomes a problem when children keep secrets. And that's one of the things that, unfortunately, in the West Indies, we, we tend to say, you know, what happens at home stays at home. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of things get hidden. Because we say what happens in the house stays in the house. Don't tell anybody our business. Uh, when they started, I think it had to do with pride. You know, if we're hungry, nobody needs to know. If we don't have any clothes, nobody needs to know. But then you give one set of information and it passes on, which is where we started having a lot of the problems with People keeping secrets. I mean, that's how domestic violence went to the way it went. That's how incest went the way it went. Because nothing, what happens at home stays at home. Um, so, what are the most common types of perpetrators that you've seen? When you say common. After it's been reported. Let's not... Boyfriends, fathers, uncles, brothers. So there's no common... It doesn't sound common friends. at all. It actually sounds telling too common. You, yes. <laughs> a friend of the family, a close friend of the family. Okay. Right. That's common. Oh, are the perpetrators... It also sounds like a lot of these perpetrators are uh, males. What about the female... Um, are there female perpetrators? perpetrators. Okay. But um, often goes unreported. Okay. We've had a few cases. We've had a few cases. Nice. Okay. And that's one of the things, too, that, you know, during the, the, the series, you'll find out um, the way perpetrators portray themselves. And not only that, the stigma behind males talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because that becomes a problem. We really don't think of boy children as being molested or being raped or being victims of sexual assault. But usually they are. And you know how we figure it out? They start to act out on it. When mm-hmm. you see a child that's, I mean, and you can talk to this as well. When you see a child that's seven, eight, nine trying to hump somebody else, we usually let, lend it to the, the music or because they've seen somebody dancing. But when they're doing this to a teddy bear or they're running around and they're touching sisters and brothers, then you you know something's going on running home something that they're seeing their parents something is going on in the home hold on we got somebody calling on the phone line i'm 95 yeah hi good afternoon i'd like to commend your presenters of the department of human services this is a subject that is silent and needs to be brought to the forefront of the community first of all let me introduce myself i'm chas hollywood nibs some of you know me as chas hollywood nibs a former radio personality as well as Officer Charles Nibs of Love Kiss Television and Radio Productions. And these are these are the things that we try our best to keep the awareness going. And I really love what your presenters have stated as it relates to who is a possible quote unquote pedophile. The word pedophile needs to be used as well. And and that is something that our community needs to know. Our parents need to be educated. And the best weapon against pedophiles is education, education, education. That's why I stress a lot of times over the years when I've been invited uh, numerous times to the Department of Human Services Head Start Centers where we conduct our our uh, child molestation uh, workshops and what have you. So I must say that the public should really take this very serious because, again, we don't know who among us are pedophiles. And as you know, like I heard someone says, uh, 
they probably thought the personnel that had like a trench in a trench coat or something to that effect. But the petty fire could be anyone, and I'm happy that the presenters explain the different uh, different professions that petty files uh, do occupy. So again, on behalf of my wife Anita and myself of Lovecast Television Radio Production, I'd like to commend you as well as uh, Slick, you the DJ Appreciate and stuff it. like that. And uh, yes, and having these uh, individuals appear in your program to again educate the public and most of all as they say it takes a village to raise a child or it takes a village to educate the community as well so take care thank you so much appreciate, appreciate you Sure, you're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, 773-FM-FM. If you want to weigh in on the conversation, give us a call. 773-3636. Now, I want to ask them, um, you know, who 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 do you think? If you, and I don't, I don't want to get into the blame game or, or the point, but who do you think is, is responsible? Who do I think is responsible? Yeah. Uh, they probably will put me off the radio after this, but I really think that we have... Uh, it goes back so far that we don't even know who to blame anymore. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it comes up from it comes up from slavery. It comes up from power and control, which is the bottom line. It comes up from people trying to have control over people because the break the greatest way to break somebody's spirit mm-hmm. is to rape them. You know what I mean? And we don't yes. think of it like that. Physically rape them, emotionally rape them, mentally rape them, financially rape them. It's just to rape them. And it comes home when it becomes a physical thing. You know what I mean? So if I can break your body, I can break your spirit as well. Or at least that's the thought. Because pain is inflicted. You know what I mean? And not necessarily crucial physical pain, but emotional pain. So I feel like I don't have a say. And so the blame game... And we're going to take the call. We got somebody calling. I'm 95. Yes, I have a question. Yes. So, good afternoon. Again, I want to commend the Women's Coalition for putting on this uh, radio talk show. But I have a question for Ms. Thornhill. If I was a parent and my child was molested, what is the procedure? Who do I call? What do you do and what takes place? Because people need to understand that. If your child was molested, you can Mm -hmm. go to the police station to make a report. The police can contact us, take the child, take the child to the hospital to be examined by a doctor. As soon as you know or find out or are aware of the situation, you let them know. You take them to the um, the emergency room or their private doctor, and then. The call will be made to human services and someone will come out. Now, if they're at the hospital, the hospital will call, will contact human services and someone, a social worker, will come in to investigate the case. So if someone believes that the child has been molested, they can call 911, make the report, and the police will handle it from there. Or they can come to the Department of Human Services, Office of Intake and Emergency Services, and make the complaint. Okay. And I know that um, another thing, too, that is a, a big question that a lot of people have. What happens to the parents? If you have a parent that doesn't believe and it's found that the child has been molested, um, are there any ways for the child to become safe from the parents? Because sometimes, like you said earlier, the parents will, you know, oh, 
don't talk about that we're going to leave that alone and then the child goes to school um and to get into mandatory reporters mm -hmm. you know the child goes to school and then the school sees that their behavior is changing and they see that something's going on so then what's the what is your role in dealing with the parent that's not believing once again if the child is known and we can go to the school we don't need permission from anyone once there's an allegation involved or a case have been reported mm -hmm. and by law we are go out and we go out and investigate we don't need no parents permission to go into the school to interview the child or to speak with the child we don't need permission from the parents so you walk up in school and yes, and, just be, and deal with the, the business yes okay, and okay. we can remove the child the child don't even have to go back home and we'll make provisions for that child to make sure or to ensure that child safety. Okay. Um, and I know that that sounds very unfair to some people, but, you know, when it comes to child victims, you ha we have to protect the child. And a lot of times we don't want to believe that it's happening mm -hmm. or it's going to cause a lot of confusion because it's going to change a lot of dynamics. But we do need to talk about it. What is Absolutely. it that's more important? Is your child's innocence being lost more important than your family image and a lot of times in weighing uh, weighing it in the balance is like okay but i need to eat my child needs to eat this is the only way for me to get food you know and so i know that that turns itself into another set of problems for the family yes. and then of course children are still innocent and they do love their parents and yes, sometimes they, they even do. love the perpetrator yes. but they just don't like what's happening exactly. and so we have to be able to stop it from happening yes and so how how do you all continue to um, provide service for them during this this time. We provide services for them. We provide counseling for parents. And sometimes if the parents are in need of other things, we are able to assist the parents. We don't just remove children from the home and there's no type of parental involvement. The goal is to get the family back together and assist in keeping families together. So as long as the families are cooperative and we put, and a judge put certain things in place if we go to court, we work with the family and we have counseling services. We send them to the Women's Coalition or we send them to Island Therapy. And they have a lot of private providers that can provide counseling to the children and families. So not only individual counseling, but family counseling and family therapy. And All right, uh, can I ask a question real quick? Now, I, I want some parents to, you know, to weigh in. Uh, does anybody have any stories out there or feel like uh, maybe, uh, you know, because I, I, I think that people might hear the process, get anxiety about going through that process. or, or, or uh, So I would like for some parents to call in right now and chime in. If there are any parents out there listening right now would like to say, hey, listen, we don't, we don't really want to go that way or we want to do anything. We want to do something, you know, different, you know, or, or, or can we go at it like this and you know just want to open up the dialogue for people because i don't want to say hey listen if you if this happened this is what's going to happen and if you want to report it, you have to report it like this um, i think we should try and open up more more ways for them to come and speak with you and then uh, you have to there, understand that we live in a small community everybody knows everybody so every, absolutely fear of you know if i report this what they what the people are going to think about and there's nothing for you to turn to your co-worker and say hey you know and once you tell that that goes from one person to the next person to the next person it's only one you know it's only one conversation with one person but it then turns into 300 and 300,000 conversation then you know it's just it's public facebook knowledge for that we can thank facebook for that. <laughs> we can thank uh, yeah we can thank the well, media the, the, way before facebook you know they, they we 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 gossip 
Long yes. before Facebook, yes. we got some very melee. Yes. People yes. Are pong melee every day. Sound like lightning. And, <laughs> you know, and, um, and I'm going to ask you about mandatory reporters before you, we wrap up. But one of the things about the pong and melee is that we always pong melee about a wrong thing. True. We never talk about the things that we need to talk about. We talk about everything else except the things we need to talk about. And then we will talk about the things that are causing people to be in pain and seeing people get hurt and then not do anything. So what's the purpose of Pong in the Melee? But anyway, on to mandatory reporters. <laughs> Who are the mandatory reporters? Teachers, medical doctors, daycare workers, social services workers, law enforcement, anybody who suspects a reasonable... Um, if they have, like, I don't want to say, a suspicion, you can always make a report in good faith. Does the law protect you? Yes. Now, we have some people that make reports, and um, they'll call back the next week, and then they'll let you know that, I didn't see nobody come to the house. <laughs> so they actually look in to see if somebody come. So there are restrictions that if you're reporting and it's a false, you can have imprisonment up to a year and a a fine of five hundred dollars, wow. but if you reporting in good faith, mm-hmm. you need not worry because you can remain anonymous, but not mandated reporters. Mandated reporters have to make the um, call, or they can be fined five hundred dollars or imprisoned for one year, or both wow. for manda- um, mandatory reporting. What happens if they make the wrong call? Maybe they read the wrong signs. You, if they read the wrong signs, that's why the investigation will take place. Mm-hmm. So if the signs are wrong. We'll deal with it from there. Okay. You can be wrong, you know. We just okay, want to okay. make sure that the children are safe because it's... Which is our priority. That's our that's priority. That's right. Best interest of the children. Human services work in the best interest of the children. What's the phone number that they can call human services? 690-2886. You got that? 690-2886. All right, and and you know this is a twenty-four hour. You, we don't have um, we have cell phones. That's the cell phone for the office. Oh, no worries, no worries. Six nine two six nine zero twenty eight eighty six. Now it's a confidential conversations all, all the time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Understanding that I think y'all are still displaced from the hurricane, yes. the last hurricane, because I know where your office used to be, it's not there anymore. No. So you, that's the reason why y'all are running around with cell phones. Yes. Because that's the only way to get in touch with yes. you. So, Irma and Maria yes. sexually assaulted the islands. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. They weren't even joking. Now, um, I want to ask one more last Now, this is my last question also. Is it now, what, what do you, who do you feel is at the highest risk? Now, I, I always hear, we we automatically think girls naturally are at highest risk. What are the age groups or the age range that's in, in the... Our office, we deal with birth to 18. That's the high risk that's, number? That's we are. Zero high to risk 18. Is, yes. Zero to 18. No, but what I'm saying wow. is that <laughs> two-year-olds, six-year-olds, eight-year-olds, we have every age. Okay. So we can't say, well, we could pinpoint... Well, not really 12. pinpoint, but we'll see more more in this age, in between this age group or... Like preteens. Okay. Yes. Got you, got 12, you. 12, 13, 10. So, so let's say 9 to like 13. So let's just lock them up at 9? No, no, no. I'm, I'm no, a father. I'm, I'm just locking my daughter for, from... Well, you when know, she, and ni- when she about, is nice, she just can't come out the house. But the thing about That's it That's not the is, way to respond, though. No, because the thing about it is <laughs> she may be able to report it at 9. It uh-huh. doesn't mean that it wasn't happening when she was 3. 
Oh, okay. you understand? Okay. Or two? Yes. You know what I mean? And it doesn't start. It doesn't start with sex. It starts with touching. It starts touching. with the grooming process. You know, the grooming process we'll get into further on down the line. But it starts with the grooming process. So mm-hmm. it can start from one, two, because at that point they can't tell you. They'll ju- you'll just notice that they don't want to be around certain people. Mm-hmm. Those things are signs yes. that okay. you need to look at. If they were good with somebody and all of a sudden they're no longer good with that person, figure it out. You know, kind of figure out why they don't want to be grooming because you know these men they do they groom. Sometimes they may tell a child, "Well, you're going to be my girlfriend." They tell them at at five and get them ready for when they turn twelve. Right. It's a process. So don't think that this pedophile is coming and looking all shabby. He may have on a tie, be the most educated person. Yeah. Now you can I, say it. I, 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 I bumped into. I went online and I bumped into. I didn't. I didn't know this that there is actually at the Superior Court. There's actually a list. It's a registry. Yes. A, registry, sex a, reg- a sex offender and with the pictures. Online. You can find it with online. The pictures. Yes. Yes. Tier, so explain this tier one, tier two, tier three thing. It depends. Um, that's Department of Justice. We'll have somebody come in and talk about that. Okay, later okay, on okay, too. okay, yes. okay. But because um, we're trying to cover everything in this twenty six <laughs> in this twenty six weeks, yes. we're trying to cover everything. But that goes based on the severity okay. of the crime. You know what I mean? Um, tier some, one being the the least, and tier three the, like, the worst. It, right. Okay. And so for some people, they can't go around children at all. Oh, Period. Wow. End of story. They can't be in a housing community that has kids. They can't work in a place where children are going to be. Rainforest. Rainforest for them. Yeah, literally. Out on the ocean. <laughs> yes. The sharks yes. And the, you know, that's it. You know, um, but it's because we, we want to let people know we need a domestic violence registry too. But anyway, um, you know, the sex offenders registry is because the impact that it has on these children lifelong mm-hmm. is really serious. And sometimes, uh, not sometimes, most times, once you do it once, you do it again. Mm. And so because of that, we need to be aware. Yeah, they're not allowed to move without registering. They, without, even if they come from the States, they have to. Yeah. They have to and they will money. come looking for them. I heard about know. a guy recently yes. That, yes. that got... Um, They've had a few of those. Right. That moved down and was arrested. Right. Yes. And, you know, we live in paradise, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but we also are in a place where we don't have as much as we need to have when it comes to law enforcement and being able to do tracking. Mm Because you can come in here and nobody knows that you've come in. Nobody checks you when you come through off the plane. Uh So you can come off the plane and come here and go to work because you don't need anything. It's an American place. Mm -hmm. And get away with the worst things. We've had human trafficking cases here. You know what I mean? Literally with little people. People have bought children, kept them in the house. You know, there's only when they allowed them to go outside that somebody noticed that some was wrong and that we were able to deal with that but we're also going to talk about that later so we have those from HSR that are going to come in and talk about the trafficking the trafficking trafficking of children here as well but do you I, run across a lot of trafficking um, cases that's because it's federal oh that's a federal crime it's a federal crime so if somebody had a, a they realized somebody was trafficking um uh, minor or, or people in general they no, we and, wouldn't find out about that we will come in for something else maybe for abuse maybe neglect maybe their um, physical abuse and then we'll find out we'll find out the real reason okay yes and then the real reason and then at that point you would contact the federal um, authorities yes you yes. okay. alright well thank you so much Hope Thornhill uh, we appreciate you, you being here and the questions that you answered um and so we will see you next week 
on Silent Speak Secret Reviews where we'll have another guest that's going to be in. And if you need help, you want to talk, you want to start, our number at the coalition is 773-9272. My name's Shaleen Gumza, by the way. I didn't say that at the beginning. And the number for human services is 690-2886. And the number at the radio station is 773-3636. And the reason why I'm telling you that is next week with all the questions you have after this talk show, you can call in next week and we'll answer some of them. So thank you so much no for being secrets. with us. No more secrets. No more. Silence speaks. Secrets revealed. Yes. want to thank the Women's Coalition. Definitely um, Miss Hope. Hope. Thornhill. Thornhill. I, I just don't want to say it wrong. If you ever hear me stop, I'm like, wait, don't say it wrong. Don't say it wrong. Don't say it wrong. Well, Miss Thornhill, you have a beautiful day. I want to thank, thank you, you for coming in. And all the wonderful guests that stopped in on a Tuesday. Don't forget, we will be here next week, Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. on the dot. And make sure you listen up. Now, don't forget that this is brought to you by... Project is supported by funding from Rallyance, a collaborative effort to end sexual violence in one generation, made possible through a commitment from the National Football League. Its contents are, and I lost the rest of it, but its contents are not the beliefs of the NFL, but solely belonging to the producers of this show, which is the Women's Coalition. Absolutely. So thank you so much. And we got a big we gotta send a big shout out to the to the writers of this. Uh, yes, site. Saida Carter and Regina Keels, thank you so much. Wonderful. And to all the actors that were on here, one of whom belongs to your station. It was fantastic having them <laughs> with us. Thank you so much. I knew I recognized that voice. <laughs> all right, man. Definitely we're, now we just six o'clock on the dot. Wanna send special thanks out to the Women's Coalition. If you have any questions, um W C S T X VI WCSTX.org. Okay. Info at WCSTX.org. Okay. That's the email right there. Give them an email. Send them an email. Send them a text. It doesn't matter. If you need help, definitely reach out. I always say send somebody an email. It's very quiet. Nobody checks your out. No one, no one, if if you're under duress, no one's checking your outgoing of your email. Right. They're looking for text messages and and DMs and stuff like that. But use your email, all right? Definitely keep it locked. We got more gems on the way. Want to thank the Women's Coalition. It's the People Station. Number one, aisle 95. He said he'd increase the minimum wage. He did.